0: support of the Sheridan Streets project starting this April. Oftadal is recruiting experienced underground utility foremen, heavy equipment operators, laborers, side dump and water truck drivers to help complete the two-year project. Oftadal representatives will be available to answer employment questions and interview interested persons. Call 406-853-1131 to pre-schedule an interview or apply online at oftadollconstruction.com That's oftadollconstruction O-F-T-E-D-A-L construction.com
1: Have you been online to the Sheridan Commercial Company office supply website? Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. SheridanCommercial.com will allow you to explore and compare prices with other national brands. We offer delivery or in-store pickup Over 41,000 items are available by going online at SheridanCommercial.com. That's SheridanCommercial.com. Plus, we carry a line of supplies in our store for your everyday need. The Sheridan Commercial Company Office Supply Department at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week.
2: What if you had more time to manage your business operations, sell your products, or take a vacation? What if you had someone to pay your bills, handle your payroll, or watch your bottom line? Let the accounting professionals at Harker-Mellinger add free time to your schedule by providing a cost-effective bookkeeping service, as well as adding useful management reports for your business. Call or visit Harker-Mellinger at 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. And remember, the initial consultation is always free.
3: Did you know that Sheridan has some of the most advanced surgical technology in the country? Shared Memorial Hospital's state-of-the-art Da Vinci robotic system allows our highly trained team of surgeons to perform above and beyond traditional methods, offering a shorter hospital stay, less pain, and reduced recovery time with a safe, minimally invasive procedure. Learn more at sharedroboticsurgery.com. Shared Memorial Hospital, award-winning healthcare right here at home. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. 307 Discovery Center is
2: receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, eFirstFederal.Bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present community commitment. Member FDIC.
0: This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey.
1: Now, I want you to know that the interstate is a little slick headed either way. Be sure to take your time if you have to hit the freeway today. It is nasty out there. Even on my way over here, I saw one gentleman who went off the side of the road, so he got himself a a big adrenaline rush this morning, and I hope everything's okay. Uh, He looked fine. Uh, He was (laughs) notifying the HP, so uh, we traveled on. Joining me here in the studio this morning is Hub Onsmith Support Center Manager, Elaine McRae. Did I say that correctly? Yes, you did. Now, good morning, ma'am, and good welcome morning. to the show.
4: Oh, well, thank you for having us. Uh,
1: what do you think about the weather outside?
4: Uh, you know, it's not Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, but, you know, actually, I like the white snow. I, l- I like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people enjoy the snow. My wife uh, is from Minnesota. She's a very cold weather person. But even she is starting to reach the end of her tolerancy for the, and mainly it's just the roads. Yeah. You know, if I could fix the roads, then winter could last forever. I think so. Just yeah. fine. Uh, now, how are things going on down at the hub? Are they slower when the weather gets bad like this or does it actually pick up?
4: You know, it's pretty surprising how resilient um, the our patrons that come to the hub are with when weather comes in. They still come in for breakfast. They still come in for lunch. They still come in for their activities. Um, we have had a couple days last week, I think it was, and the week before on Tuesday or Wednesday where we had to, um, we never actually close because we still get our meals out for the home-delivered meals. It's very important that that we meet that. But we did close one day early around 1 and then another day, the schools let out early, so we went ahead and closed theirs to let our staff go home and oh, take yeah. care of their kids.
1: Is that kind of how you try to gauge it at uh, the hub? I know that the library follows the city and, and the county most of the time, not every time. But when they close their doors, the library's like, okay, Maybe we should get these closed down. Mainly it's a staff safety thing for them. Is that about the same for you
4: Um guys? I would say that um, Ryan Landis and Car- Carmen Rideout make that determination on school and city. Um, and and mostly, yeah, to make sure our drivers are, are safe, our volunteer drivers are safe getting the meals out. That's very important. And, um, yeah, to get staff back to their family.
1: I want to thank all the drivers out there who deliver those uh, those meals. Um, you know, I've heard yes. about them out there. Rain, sleet, shine.
4: I know. They're, they're amazing. That's
1: amazing.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, and very important at what they, what they do. Now, how did you come to work at the Hub on Smith? Uh,
4: well, um, I was introduced to Carmen, and I told her a little bit about the work that I had done in Hawaii, and... Um, she was. Um, she just ended up giving me a, an opportunity to apply for this new program that they were starting, the support center, and uh, wondered if I might be interested in helping develop that.
1: Now, what did you do over in Hawaii?
4: Uh, I was a mental health case manager.
1: Oh wow, wow! So you you have kind of handled the logistics of, yeah, of a lot of different social work. Side. Yeah. yeah. Now. Let's let's talk about the support center. What is the support center's purpose at the Hub?
4: So the support center has two uh, parts to it. One is the community resources part, making sure that intake and referral is um, complete, that all services are brought in. When somebody comes in and they're not really sure what they need, maybe they need home-delivered meals for their mom or dad, But maybe mom and dad also need some in-home help. So we have care coordinators that organize um, those services to make sure they that that whatever need is is suggested is met. Uh, If we don't have an in-house program, then we make sure our community partners are aware of that person. If it's beyond the community, then we go regional. And even with Wyoming 211, we go statewide. So that's kind of one part, that community resource part. And, and then the other part is that care coordination for family caregivers and older relative caregivers, making sure those caregivers have that um, very specified support through uh, assistance, information, um, support services if, if they can through daybreak, respite, that kind of thing, uh, education Support groups are very important for that one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, when it comes to the development of this support center, was it just when you sat down with Carmen the first time?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: There was there was not like an, uh, a a program or a place where they could call that was like this, or or was it just all of a sudden the hub had so many great programs that she sat back and she thought, I better get somebody who knows all of them.
4: Well, they did actually start working with Jamie Hoft on um, developing a support center coordinator, and that person would kind of take the people that came into the hub that, um, and, and coordinate whatever support they needed. But it was quickly uh, discovered that um, they needed a, a hub uh, support center hub, <laughs> the I hub guess. and the hub, the hub and the hub, um, to to uh, to to make sure all those programs were working together. The synchronicity of each program knowing each other, what each other is doing, making sure that serv- services are not duplicated, that kind of thing.
1: Oh, that's brilliant! Yeah. Synergy is, yeah. uh, and that's I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize is very important. Uh, once you actually do have such an accumulation of different, uh, resources that you could use. Um, I'm sure that there's lots of places that you can use for, for mental health, but which mm-hmm. one's the best kind of thing, right? right? Uh, which right. one suits this client best Exactly. or which service do they actually need? Right. And I, do you find that a, a lot around here when people come in, they basically just say, this is a list of my problems. Is there anything that Oh,
4: oh no, help? never that easy. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. we have a wonderful intake um, professional at the hub. Her name is Jessica Colin She's, she's terrific. Um, she, people just tell their story to her. And out of that, she, um, you know, finds what services, what needs are out there. She connects the services there. And then, uh, Let's us all know how to coordinate that for them.
1: Well, let's thank God for her. Yeah, right? she's great. I mean, just sitting and listening to somebody uh, tell a story and you're like, yeah. okay, I can, I got someone for that. I right. have somebody exactly.
4: for that. Exactly. Yeah. And
1: and I'll bet that there's a, a level of trust that oh, has yeah. to be established with new clients. I think so. And yeah. And having that individual who knows how to listen
4: mm-hmm. more
1: than anything else is yes. is absolutely vital, yeah now when we look at uh the support center, what programs at the hub actually fall under that umbrella?
4: Well, the support center just just really um, focuses its attention its energy on resourcing and caregiving for family caregivers, and then the other programs um, have their own staff, so we work very closely with, um, the activity department with fun and wellness. Um, also to wonderful staff people that are very committed to providing good education components. We have a fraud scam thing going on every month with the um, Sheridan uh, police department. Um, so, so many, so it's, the support center isn't over anyone. We're really peers with our other departments, our okay. other programs,
1: work in conjunction with one another. Yes, and that's kind of the purpose, or one of the purposes of the support center, right? Is to exactly. make sure that that happens.
4: Right, right. So we make a real big effort to know um, what does home delivered meals do. What? How do they get the the service started? What does uh, Fun and Wellness do? What, how do they do their work? What kind of uh, volunteers do we need? Right now we're running the tax program. So um, the support center also oversees those volunteer programs that provide support to the community. Right now it's the tax preparers. Um, we have wonderful volunteers for the Medicare, Medicaid, um, open enrollment, and, and the, the health care thing, um, LEAP uh, we had wonderful uh, opportunity to work with a lot of people who were not expecting to request help. Yeah, yeah. Um, for utility assistance, but the city also offers a wonderful program for that. So able to help those.
1: I bet that is a challenge around here. Uh, something that you and I touched on a little bit before the show. A, a just a little bit of a challenge to to help very independent. Yes. Uh, individuals, which, yes. which is great. Um, yeah. you know, you need your independence, but sometimes, uh, you know, going forward and just saying, Hey, I need help covering this bill. Right. Uh, it can be a bit of a challenge.
4: Yeah. Yeah. We, we do have, um, we have faced some, uh, reluctance, um, usually when folks who, who are not have are not used to asking for help from, from the government, any kind of program, um, they're coming to you, they really need it. Yeah,
1: uh, you yeah. know. by the time and, they get there.
4: Right, yeah. and there's no shame in that. They have worked hard all their life. They have prepared for retirement as they expected it to be. Um, things are different today with inflation and health care costs and what well, we were talking about the property tax. And,
1: yeah, just... Um,
4: and and people are living longer. You know, doctors and science are wonderful. They're helping us live longer. Um, people just aren't as prepared yeah. for their retirement, which they have is also doing programs with estate planning to help people um, better prepare.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, and it's like you said, these folks have worked. Right, they they did exactly what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they followed everything to a T, but with inflation, property tax increases, all of a sudden, this plan that was laid out so well, right, something comes around and bites you in the butt.
4: Yeah, unexpectedly, and um, really, we have such we have such a wonderful uh, senior population here. They're they're just you know good people.
1: When when you would sit down and, and you guys were developing this, how how long ago was this developed?
4: Well, I was hired uh, at the in August of two thousand twenty-one, and um, really the the beginning of the program was a little bit of a start and stop because we had some uh, you know staffing things. So I was covering staff. Um, really, I feel like now we're fully staffed. Um, I can really sink my teeth into it and I have great support from my leadership to do that. Well,
1: what, what would you say is the biggest challenge, uh, of, of running the support center itself?
4: Uh, time.
1: <laughs> you need <laughs> more of it.
4: Yeah. There's just not enough time, you know, I, uh, but it's very important to have life work balance and, um, yeah there's there's a lot to be done right now. I'm focusing more on getting uh, to know the the other uh, community partners that we have. And because Wyoming is really considered a rural state, um, my partners might be in Cheyenne. Yeah. They might be in Lander. They might be in uh, Casper, you know, they might be in Gillette and so or, or even the Dakotas and Montana. You know, so it's really uh, getting to know them and they're far away.
1: As best you can. Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 A lot of remote uh, telephone conversations. I oh, yeah. Imagine, yeah. Um, Love disgusting. the
4: Zoom. <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's one thing that came out of COVID. Yes. And that's Zoom. All right. Now, we're going to continue. When we come back, we will speak more. About the support center with the Hub on Smith. This is Public Pulse on 930KROE and 103.9 FM. Share it.
3: Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. 307 Discovery Center is receiving these funds
2: per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website efirstfederal.bank for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC.
3: You bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. Hi,
5: this is Guy Cameron, Compliance Director for Cowboy Skill Games. This April, Cowboy Skill is expanding their Wyoming locations, allowing for additional revenue to help support our local businesses. Cowboy Skill is proud to be a Wyoming-based company and has earned the gold standard of compliance. To find out more about adding the highest earning skill games to your business and keeping our tax dollars in Wyoming, log on to CowboySkillGames.com. That's CowboySkillGames.com.
3: Hi, I'm Tom Connors. Went to Mark Patrick's hypnosis seminar. Nothing worked before. Left there and never smoked again. Amazing. Easy, affordable, and guaranteed. A year later, with my wife, Michelle, attended Mark Patrick's weight loss seminar. She lost 18 pounds, and I lost 43 in eight weeks.
1: It's true. He smoked two
2: packs a day, and nothing worked until Mark Patrick hypnosis. Now, we're losing weight together, eating healthy, full on half the food, crazy, enjoying exercising. Who would have believed Mark Patrick hypnosis works it's amazing
3: i can breathe again my blood pressure went down and i've got so
0: much energy
2: so much energy and look great
0: stop smoking lose weight now without cravings irritability or your money back only 49.99 guaranteed wednesday march 8th at the ramada inn in sheridan weight loss seminar at 5 30 p.m registration at 5 stop smoking seminar at 8 p.m learn more at markpatrickseminars.com that's markpatrickseminars.com
4: This is Christy at Buffalo Realty, and I would like to tell you about this beautiful country home. Just a few minutes from Claremont, Wyoming, on over eight acres and features exquisite views. The main level has kitchen, dining, living room, and a breakfast nook, covered patio, and striking landscaping. The upper level has two bedrooms and a full bath, laundry, and office. Interested? Call me, Christy Kinghorn, at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property.
1: Good morning. Welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. My guest this morning is Hub on Smith Support Center Manager, Helene McCrae. In the first part, we discussed the role of the support center and the Hub on Smith's overall mission. A quick look at the census report analysis of Sheridan County shows that the county's senior population is indeed growing. Time and age are just a part of life, and growing older is something that we must all face. But we can certainly be better prepared to age than we could in the past. And we have places like the Hub on Smith and that helps teach us what to expect. Helene, what are some of the issues that our seniors face here in Sheridan as we age?
4: Well, definitely health care, health care costs, um, and uh, accessibility Um we sometimes have uh seniors who are far away from their doctors and they have no uh internet support uh. so telehealth, which is very helpful in an urban community it doesn't get it here <laughs> so so accessibility and of course cost you know by the age um sixty five uh you'll be spending about eleven thousand dollars in medical cost, and that's cost that's not covered by Medicare. So, um, we have to plan that. We have to plan our estate planning um we have to get together with uh financial planners so that we are not surprised by mm-hmm. that raising that rising cost, you know, especially with inflation um food costs. Everybody's affected by that, but when you're um when you're on a fixed income uh it might be a little bit more difficult to um stretch that dollar. Of course, Sheridan has some wonderful food pantries. The food group, um, they have the little pantries all around town. Um, the Evergreen, the, the governor's uh, wife's program to stamp out hunger in in Wyoming. That comes uh, monthly. A monthly uh, pantry box comes that people can pick up and take. Um Salvation Army has a wonderful pan- pantry, very well stocked. And, of course, Bill does a great job there. Uh, yeah.
1: And and so uh, have you heard quite a bit of people say, I cannot believe the price of food? I guess oh, if, yeah. if we look at eggs right oh, now, yeah. that's just a crazy situation.
4: Oh, I know. I know. Well, the Hub, you know, we had to raise our own prices um, this last summer because of the short supply issues and And just, um, our, you know, the cost to us too. And most people, I would say most people were like, yep, we get it, you know, rising cost of life. But there are a few people that they said, okay, I, I just have to change how I'm going to get my meals. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like you said, that food one hits all of us. Um. My my wife uh, likes to do all the shopping, and and boy, every time she comes home, she looks white as a ghost having to uh, spend know, what crazy. you got to say. Especially fruits and vegetables kind of uh, surprise the heck out of me. Yeah. Now, um, as as the support center manager, what issues do you hear the most from seniors uh, here in Sheridan County? Uh, what issues do they bring to you on most? So we've got food, Medicare. Uh,
4: yeah, the utility cost of electricity and um, the how expensive this winter has been. Um, LEAP is the Low Income Energy Assistance Program. There's a federal uh, program that's like LEAP. I can't remember the name of it, but it's pretty much the same thing. LEAP is, is the state uh, program. It, we had... People come through in October when they opened the program, and it closes at the end of February, and we had people coming through there. There was also um, emergency rental assistance program and housing stability, had a few people helping with that. Of course, Compass took that contract, and they've done a wonderful job. Um, that if if people don't know that program was extended until June 30th, and so if they need to get an extension for their uh, emergency rental assistance, now's the time to put it in.
1: And if they go to Compass, they can get help with that. Or, no, or do not, they come with me? No, not you?
4: anymore. They can come to me.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So you're you're the one coming. We're, we're taking that. Spearheading it up. that.
4: Yeah, we we took it up.
1: All right now. Uh, I'm running out of time, but I do want to ask medical costs that get to all of us. How different are they from someone in their late 30s? So, if if someone out there's 35 and they're not not overly concerned with healthcare costs, mm-hmm. they're not seeing the doctor a lot. Right. What would you tell that individual right now?
4: Um, I would say start planning. <laughs> you know, I would say live health, healthy now. Um We you know, may
1: even be behind the curve by thirty five
4: yeah, could could be, but you know, the body's resilient, yeah, you know you can you can redeem a lot of um things that you do to your body in youth uh, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you know, the body's an amazing machine. I think that it does have recuperative powers, um, but um definitely you know, drug costs, oh. and you know, if you're taking three or four medications and they're, you know, 30, 40, 50 pieces of, you know, that's, that's, that's a lot of money right there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Some of these medications can get a little astronomical. Yeah. Um, and, and like you said, you know, on, for someone who may have some sort of condition,
4: mm-hmm. that's
1: not, you know, I, I, I'm no doctor, yeah. but I would imagine that the majority of the time, that's not just one medication you got to take for that. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe three or four yeah. and those three or four, let's say 85 to $90 a month. Yeah. Holy cow. Can now be
4: very expensive. Now we've got yeah. an issue. Yeah.
1: Now I know the housing situation is, is pretty rough on seniors right. right now as yeah. well, especially mm-hmm. once that property tax kicks them. Um, a lot of fixed income houses suffering over that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really hoping for more help from the legislature this year.
4: Yes. That was disappointing.
1: Um, we didn't get that. So if, if folks do need help, how can we get a hold of you to learn more?
4: Well, just call um, the hub, 672-2240, and uh, ask for Helene. If if you've had a voucher in the past with HUD Housing or with Cheyenne Housing Authority, uh, Volunteers of America, another wonderful agency here, they have picked up that contract But if you're a senior and you need a little bit of help with that application, we absolutely will help with that. Um, There's no federal program to really help right now with property tax that I know of. In fact, if somebody knows about that, we'd love to know about it. Um, But the federal government actually does have some programs to help people uh, meet the cost of where they're living so they don't have to move. Um, there's about four programs I can think of right off the top of my head. And, uh, you know, just give me a call and and we'll see what we can do to help.
1: <sighs> Elaine, thank you so much for braving the cold and coming in here and speaking with me today. It was a oh, pleasure I, meeting you.
4: My pleasure.
1: <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce. This is Public Pulse on 930KROE, 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
3: First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash in a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment 307 Discovery Center is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could
2: your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website efirstfederal.bank for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC.
5: Hi, this is Guy Cameron, Compliance Director for Cowboy Skill Games. This April, Cowboy Skill is expanding their Wyoming locations, allowing for additional revenue to help support our local businesses. Cowboy Skill is proud to be a Wyoming-based company and has earned the gold standard of compliance. To find out more about adding the highest earning Skill Games to your business and keeping our tax dollars in Wyoming, log on to CowboySkillGames.com. That's
4: CowboySkillGames.com. Find Atlas Chiropractic at their new location, 41 East Burkett. They're still offering the same great service
6: to all new and existing patients. If you have aches and pains or debilitating back or shoulder conditions, call Dr. Colin Hardy, 672-6000. He can alleviate your pain, reduce your physical stress, and boost and maintain your immune system function. With each adjustment, your central nervous system is supported and strengthened. Call Dr. Hardy, 672-6000. Schedule your appointment with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic, now at 41 East Burkett.
3: This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone.
1: Wrap Plumbing and Heating has been serving Sheridan since 2010. With all these years of experience, you can rely on them to handle all of your plumbing and heating needs. From new construction to remodels, repairs of existing systems to retrofitting, Wrap Plumbing and Heating can do it all. They are professional, clean, and courteous. Call 429-1196 for all your plumbing or heating needs. As we like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. Uh
3: oh Did you inherit a home that you don't want? Maybe it's a rundown or in a part of town that you don't like. And dealing with getting it cleaned up and listed is one more thing that you don't need on the plate. Wyo Renovation is here to help. No matter the condition or the location, Wyo Renovation will take a look and make you a cash offer with minimal bank involvement. WyoRenovation.com
1: Bringing the properties back to life. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. Very proud to have that institution as my sponsor. I'm Floyd Whiting. For our second part this morning, I am joined by the Chief Executive Officer of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, Dixie Johnson. Good morning, Dixie. How are you? Good, Floyd. How are you? I'm doing very well. Made it over this morning, despite Good. the weather. Good. Uh, once again, this this year, Uh, I think I have had to do the show from my kitchen more times than any year previous.
6: Yeah, it's it's been a really interesting year. I mean, I can remember a couple, um, not specifically, but a couple as I was growing up of really, really tough winters. And this is one of those that's going to be right up there.
1: You know, I want to say it was sometime early, mid-90s in Star Valley. I I can just remember my mom opening the door to our, our front walk. And Snow was mm-hmm. up to the middle of the doorway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is winter in Wyoming. This is a tunnel opportunity. <laughs>
6: yes, it was. <laughs> if you're a kid, yes, it that's was. what it is. That's
1: exactly <laughs> what I did that day,
6: actually.
1: Uh, one of the very few days that we had snow days in Star Valley. And right. you are right. Dad made me a mountain when he plowed, mm-hmm. and there were tunnels through it.
6: Those are some of the best memories. Some it of is. my best memories are snow days yeah. when I was a kid. I mean, my I remember my mom and my stepfather got snowed out of town. I was the youngest of eight. We got sent home from school because I had older siblings. It was uh, presumed that I was being well taken care of. <laughs> But we ended up getting all the snowmobiles off of, of the snowmobile trailer, and we had a heyday. My older brothers and my sister and i and i I don't know how old I was I wasn't very old, but it was it was great. We just ate whatever we wanted, we hung out at the house, we watched t v but we spent a lot of time on those snowmobiles, and our parents were nowhere to well they weren't <laughs> able to get her the roads were closed, oh yeah, <laughs> but some really fond memories, so. oh yeah, yeah,
1: you know i those super cold days when I was a little kid standing on top of that uh, big snow snow pile, I don't remember how cold it was. I know. I just remember how... F- Fun, right? It was, right. Which I mean, I love that about the memory. Sometimes it can pluck out the best parts. How things been down at the chamber?
6: Good, good. So I was gone last week. I was actually in Florida. We were in the mid eighties down there. Um, I had to I had to head in. down there. My daughter and son in law and grandson uh, treated me to a uh, a trip to, to Florida. So I got to spend a week down there in the sun and on the beach and all of that. So it was great. Is um, but things at the chamber are good. Um, a great team. Uh, everybody's rocking and rolling. We've got a lot going on. We just wrapped up our Awards of Excellence, as you know, last month. This month we have, or this week, we have our lunch program, and we get to meet the new executive director of Whitney Benefits, Erin Kilbride, or hear from her. Um, and then next week we'll have a uh, legislative wrap-up breakfast, with Eggs and Issues, and I'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, lunchtime conversations, our Ignite conference, um, you know, our leadership Sheridan County program has been kicked off, and so everything's going really well
1: fantastic thanks for asking that's one of the things about uh you know having a great organization excuse me is being able to step away from it and then you could still watch those gears grind right you know um um, they teach you that in the military you know Mm -hmm. you should know the job of the person above and the job of the person below and at the same time you should be able to step away from your job and it should keep going as if you're not there.
6: You know, that's what's so um, wonderful about our whole team. Uh, All of us are able to do that. Everybody works so well together and there's cross training. And if they don't know something, they figure it out. But um, yeah, we have a really dedicated and committed team and, um, I, I was able to just barely monitor my email last, last week. And, you know, I had my out of office, re, you know, email notification on there, letting people know I'd check it when I got back. Cause I would have some limited availability, but I was able to monitor it here and there handled a few things via text and few phone calls and that kind of thing. But I have a great team with Teresa, Jody, Bobby, and Karen who just handled everything and. A wonderful board. And so it was easy. It was really nice. It's always nice
1: to be able to step away and not worry about things. Um, speaking of, of things, right. uh, the big <laughs> one coming up. Uh, I do have y dot on tomorrow, but I would, I would like it if you made the announcement. Uh, the Main Street Resurfacing uh, project is
6: Resurfacing and utility and o- upgrade project. Remember that that's a huge driver for this. And a lot of people are saying, why is this going to be, you know, so long and complex and complicated? Because, in, But it, it really is. The city has to upgrade those utilities, their water and their sewer. And it's been 50 years since they've been able to do that. So during this resurfacing project that YDOT has, this is a great opportunity And uh, for the for the city to make those upgrades. And it's going to be really good for the community. Now, can you tell me when and where the meeting is going to happen tomorrow? So there have been several meetings over the last couple of years, you know, lots of public meetings. um, But this first one that will be a a downtown Main Street stakeholder public meeting will take place. I mean, I say the first one like into this year, because now the construction is, you know, on is being scheduled and they have a plan and they kind of know hopefully what they're going to do. Of course, weather and other circumstance dependent, right. Um, But it will be tomorrow. So Tuesday, March 7th, from 5 to 6 p.m. at the hub on Smith. So you just heard from Helene, who is here. Um, YDOT's going to be down there. The city of Sheridan. The contractor, All will be there. Uh, will be there. Downtown Sheridan Association will be there. So um, please encourage everybody, or if, if you're listening to this, in, encourage anybody who's interested in knowing a little bit more about that project and can start looking at what that clothes. what their closure schedule looks like and what their plans are, please come to that meeting 5 to 6 p.m. tomorrow evening at the Hub on Smith. And it'll be there in the cafeteria.
1: Going to be extremely informative for you folks. If you don't know what's going on or if you've been keeping up, uh, this meeting is for both of those individuals. Now, um, I kind of get off. Sidetracked here, but uh, (laughs) when when businesses come and speak to you, or you're out speaking with your businesses, is anybody talking about the big plans uh, that the city has to extend those water lines out to the main buildings there on, or the the buildings on Main Street, right? Possibly turning those into housing. Maybe some apartments on the upper floors. Has anyone talked to you about it?
6: You know, not specifically to me, but several have already started that process. There's a okay. lot of second floor um, living, residential, um, or offices as well. But there is a great opportunity as those water lines, of course, are being replaced for building owners especially to go ahead. And while this is happening... Um, Create that tap. So I and and I know Laura will talk a little bit about that in the city. We'll talk a little bit about that tomorrow as well. Um, and if you're interested in learning more, please connect with them. But there is a great opportunity, and they need to just. I think they need to know. Probably within the next month or so that you're interested in doing that. So you don't have to pay to do it much later and it's a little bit more uh, complicated. So, exactly. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yep. It's a great opportunity. You can expand on your revenue if you're a building owner and maybe give someone a new home. Right. Uh, I think right. that would be great. And, and, and I know I've said this before, folks, but I really do. I love going down to the, the Y.O. Rodeo Parade and I just picture people. Hanging out those windows. Maybe the old ticker tapes. <laughs> I don't know. I've got a vision. Uh, now, I. Uh, how did the Awards of Excellence program go? Oh,
6: it went well. It went very, very well. Um, this was our 24th year as a Chamber of Commerce. Um, to really be able to celebrate some of the excellence and the excellent things that are happening in our community, but really around our business community, right? So uh, we had um, several nominees. We had four different categories and we had five nominees in each category and our membership at large chose the recipients. And so we announced those recipients at last month's chamber lunch program. So we announced our community champion um, recipient was uh, Patrick Henderson so, former executive director at Whitney Benefits, uh, Ace Hardware, Sheridan Arts and Crafts was the strength of Sheridan. So that business or organization or person who's been in the community and supporting for twenty or more years, uh, the Bighorn Y won for Business of the Year, and Kathy Beedy of Verdello uh, was chosen uh, or named as Business Person of the Year. So congratulations to all of them and to all of the nominees.
1: A job well done, folks. Uh, now, when's the okay? The next chamber lunch programs this week, but it there have there have been some changes.
6: There have been some changes. So we will be just our location change will be at the Best Western Sheridan Center, eleven thirty on Wednesday, March eighth. That's open to anybody who would like to attend. It's twenty dollars a person. Um, the Best Western right now doesn't have their own food service, so we are working with a caterer, the Bighorn Y. So one of our award recipients, um, and we just need to know that you're planning to attend so we can give Bonnie at the Bighorn Y, a number by the end of today. So that's our big thing. Uh, Since we are having a caterer come in, again, the $20 a person includes the lunch program and the full lunch buffet, which is, I think is her... uh, Chicken Alfredo, lasagna, Ooh. salad, cookies, beverages, et cetera. And our program's going to be awesome. It is Whitney Benefits continuing, um, a new leadership continuing a legacy. And Erin Kilbride was just started with the with Whitney Benefits at the first of the year. So this is an opportunity to hear directly from her, as well as the board president, Roy Garber. Um, it's also brought to you by ERA Carol Realty, one of our Platinum Community Partner hosts. So we'll hear from Tom Bellis and probably Janelle Cravello as well, and, um, and you know, encourage people to to come on out. You don't have to be a chamber member to attend. It's just you, $20.
1: Anyone can attend this this luncheon?
6: You can register online through our website, org, or you can just give us a call or stop at our office. So...
1: The next one uh, I know a lot of people are going to be really interested in this the upcoming eggs and issues post legislative session program who do we have right to that? now
6: we have committed uh, Senator Kinski, representative Western and representative Pendergraft those are they are all confirmed to attend and really be able to report out answer questions um, engage in dialogue uh, about this year's you know, legislative session as it's just make, you know, has made its wrap. Um, This will be held on Wednesday, March 15th, 730 to 9am at the Best Western Sheridan Center. It'll be $20 a person and include your full lunch buffet as well as the program. Again, um, it will be catered by the Bighorn Y. So thank you to Bonnie and her crew for being able to to step in and help us out. And um, if you're interested in coming again, it's open to anybody who would like to attend Wednesday, March 15th. Give us a call, stop and see us or register on our website. Now, I know in the
1: past, um, you guys have held these uh, is, and there will be a, a Q&A opportunity. Right, absolutely. Uh, maybe, is this kind of the old... Uh pass the mic around if you have a question raise your hand yeah most likely we'll
6: probably have a mic in the audience and people can you know ask those questions um there's always an opportunity at the end which a lot of times people want to have that one-on-one conversation with their legislator and so sometimes you know we anticipate that'll happen as well but yes please bring your questions your comments um they want to hear from you and we want to hear from them so we hope it'll be a great and well-attended event
1: uh i'll tell you what dixie i really think that this one uh this one will be well attended. Uh, I'm sure people got a lot of questions. Uh, yeah, our
6: pre-legislative them. lunch that we had with our delegation was well attended as uh, you know as well. So our our Chambers Government Affairs Committee um helps coordinate and host this and they would love to see a lot of you uh come to it.
1: You got questions, you want to learn more? That's where to go, folks. Now, uh, how about the next Business After Hours?
6: So, that's also next week. That's on Wednesday, March 15th. And Morrison Merrily out at 1470 Sugarland Drive will be hosting uh, Business After Hours. So, they'll have food and beverages, great door prizes. It's open to all, um, you know, just a really great opportunity to make new connections and strengthen existing ones. So, Morrison, Merrily, that's always hard to. It's hard to say <laughs> yeah. it because you think of merrily, merrily, merrily when you say it, but right. it's not how it's spelled. So, um, but please come on out next Wednesday, five to seven p.m.
1: Now, um, this one I, I saw in the prep that you sent me. I I can't remember if I've ever seen these or not. Co- uh, chamber coffee meetings. Is this new?
6: Chamber coffees are not new, but they're back and we brought them back last year. We had three of them last year. Our business retention and expansion committee helps coordinate those. We started those as a program in 2011, right after I came on, uh, joined the Chamber of Commerce. And really it's an opportunity to reach out into um, the outlying areas of Sheridan County. We are Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce. And so to just to try to connect in those communities and find out what unique challenges issues opportunities there might be and uh, and get together for some coffee. So our business retention and expansion committee will be having three of those again this year. And our first one will be kicked off on Thursday, March 23rd at 8 a.m. And it'll be held at the town of Ranchester. So they are they are a paying member of the Chamber of Commerce. And uh, Mayor Peter Clark is part of our Government Affairs Committee and has been for several years. And he threw up his hand and said, hey, we'd love to host a, a chamber coffee at the town of Ranchester. So please come on out uh, 8 a.m. open to anybody as well as the business after hours. Again, you don't have to be a chamber member to attend.
1: Okay, fantastic. And this, again, folks, a, an excellent networking opportunity to attend those business before and after hours. And, you know, it sounds like these chamber coffee meetings uh, really going to get down to the brass tacks of the issues uh, that our ancillary smaller communities really face.
6: Right. We keep the agenda really broad and loose and, and, and generic, if you will, because the idea is to just really be able to hear um, – mm-hmm within those communities from the people in the communities. And oftentimes we'll have community leaders, business leaders, um, and then members of our BRE committee will come out. Sometimes members of our board, I will be there, of course. Um, and it's really great. We've had some some really neat actionable things take place as a result of these. Fantastic. We were able one year to connect um, some great resources at a chamber coffee with the community's leadership in a small municipality. And they were from that point able to really work on creating kind of a, a plan for the community as it, as it pertained to, um, upcoming construction and some of Mm. those types of things. So it's really, you just never know what's going to result, but our goal is to always be able to help our communities help our everybody in Sheridan County specifically our businesses in Sheridan County.
1: That's right cuz this is the Sheridan County <laughs> Chamber of Commerce. Correct. This is uh, if you're out there in one of those smaller communities this is your chamber. Now, then the lunchtime conversations about over or open spaces what's that going to cover this year?
6: So, this will be the third one. The next one will be held on Tuesday, March 28th at noon at Luminous Brew House. It is a brown bag lunch program meaning we encourage people to support local businesses, grab a lunch and come on out. Uh, thanks to luminous for helping us, um, you know, have this there. It's hosted by the chambers, ag and natural resources committee. Several that participate on that committee, uh, are very integral, great partners, Sheridan community land trust, Sheridan County conservation district, women wilderness association, a lot of them that this has been, this will be our third in a series of four this year about open spaces. And uh, the next topic will be maintaining and managing open spaces. So we'll have this one, then we'll have one in April to conclude this year's series. And uh, yeah, we're excited. We've had some really great um, people participating, um, a lot of engagement, a lot of great dialogue.
1: And, you know, uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Those lunchtime conversations about open spaces, that's where to go if you're curious about land issues, water issues, things like that within your community. All right, the next Business Before Hours.
6: Will be Wednesday, April 5th, 7.30 to 9 a.m. at uh, Habitat for Humanity at their new location at 44 Fort Road. So um, come on out for morning refreshments and door prizes, 7.30 to 9 on April 5th. And, uh, again, make some great connections. So we'll we'll be wrapping up gosh it's hard to believe then we're already talking about april right yeah,
1: we're moving on then. yeah <laughs> uh then the, the uh, moving along with and the annual ignite conference that's going to be on may 16th i don't have much time left if yeah i just wanted got?
6: to have people save the date for that and look for more information we'll be getting sharing that out and then also just i wanted to throw out that the chamber is hiring hope you don't mind if i wrap it up there please do uh, we have an open position for an office resource specialist it's a great team a rewarding position if you're interested, uh, reach out to to our look at our website for more information.
1: All right, Dixie, thank you so much. Thanks, Floyd. Uh, It's always great talking to you. You I'm, too. I'm glad you got to get out of this weather just a little <laughs> bit. All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM, Sheridan.
3: First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash in a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment 307 Discovery Center is receiving these funds per random drawing.
2: Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC.
3: Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download
0: it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. A great meal that benefits a great cost. The Knights of Columbus Lenten Fish Fry Dinner. 430 to 60. 30 p.m. this Friday, March 10th at 301 East Brundage in Sheridan. Tickets are $12 a person, $50 for a family of five or more. Dine in or take it out. Proceeds benefit the Holy Name Catholic School Tuition Assistance Fund. For shut-in delivery, call 672-0936. The Knights of Columbus Fish Fry Dinner this Friday at Rodolini Hall, where the Knights of Columbus meet. Employee-owned Oftadal Construction Incorporated invites residents in Sheridan and the surrounding area to attend a project job fair on March 7th from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the Best Western Hotel in Sheridan, Wyoming in support of the Sheridan Streets Project starting this April. Oftadal is recruiting experienced underground utility foremen, heavy equipment operators, laborers, side dump and water truck drivers to help complete the two-year project. Often all representatives will be available to answer employment questions and interview interested persons. Call 406-853-1131 to pre-schedule an interview. Or apply online at oftadolconstruction.com. That's oftadolconstruction, O-F-T-E-D-A-L, construction.com.
2: Filing your taxes can be easy. Hi, this is Barb from your locally owned H&R Block office. Whether you choose to file virtually, in person, or drop off, Let's make it work for you. Follow your way with H&R Block and get expert help at every step and a maximum refund of every dollar you deserve. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Let us help you get the credits you deserve to lower that tax liability or increase that refund. Stop at H&R Block, 1307 Coffeen or call 672-9787.
0: From the Wyoming Corporate
3: Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk
2: 930.
3: R O B. Share